The 5AA player lets you stream 5AA on your phone wherever you are. 5AA Mornings with Matthew Pantelis. State of our state right now. This is our state segment that we run every Monday morning at this time. And today we're talking about the Tarnanthi Festival, which is on soon. Let's meet Lisa Slade, the Art Gallery of SA Assistant Director of Artistic Programs. Lisa, good morning. Good morning, Matthew. And it's on right now. It's on right now. Well, there we go. And Sam Yates, producer Tarnanthi. Hello, Sam. Hi, Matthew. Nice to see you. Likewise. Good to have you in the studio, both of you. Now, uh, Tarnanthi, it's uh, on right now, as you say, acclaimed as Australia's leading nation, First Nations Art Festival, comprising exhibitions at the Art Gallery, a statewide festival uh, across 27 venues and uh, in-person and online event as well. The uh, contemporary Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander art from across the country. What can we see? What what can we expect to see, Lisa? So Tarnanthi is many things uh-huh. and around a month ago we had 2,000 people on the forecourt of North Terrace, our North Terrace building at the Art Gallery of South Australia to launch Tanandi. and Tanandi is a Ghana word as you would expect, we are on Ghana Yada and it's a word that actually describes the first light of day, it describes the sight of a seed sprouting so it represents new beginnings so the exhibition and the program which includes a whole lot of things that Sam will talk to is really about this idea of catching this new light, how the Art Gallery of South Australia and then of course South Australia as a state mm. can be the premier institution and the premier location of a celebration of First Nations art and culture. How we can show every two years as part of our festival, the good people of South Australia and beyond, what is new in First Nations art and culture. Okay, so new, new artwork appears all the time, obviously. We're not looking at older. Uh, no, so most of the work has been made and we have a wonderful artistic director in Barkindji woman, Nikki Cumpston, and Nikki works with artists from across the country. We have worked with about 7,500 artists to date, Matthew. Right. So the first Tarnandi was in 2015 and since then we've been working with artists from across Australia, from Tasmania to the Tiwi Islands, okay. all the way across from Broome right down to Victoria. So we crisscross the country and bring First Nations culture front and centre to Adelaide in October every two years. And, okay, every two years, but this is the biggest, I imagine, of its kind in the nation. Is that a fair call? It absolutely is. And Sam will probably talk to just what is included under that Tarnandi umbrella. Mm. I'm saying it wrong too, aren't I? I've been saying (laughs) Tarnathy. That's okay. It's really tricky. (laughs) And and it's important to... So Tarnandi is the way you would say it. And and it's such a... We worked really closely with Ghana Warapinchendi, the language unit, to, to find a word word that made absolute kind of a clarion call to this notion of celebrating what is new in First Nations art and culture, and Tanandi is where we landed. Okay. Mm. Sam, tell us a little bit about the program. What's on offer? The program, there is, we worked with over 36 partners for exhibitions, workshops, performances, uh, even down to a writing project, working with the SA First Nations Writers and Writers SA. So we're actually working with them around um, commissioning new and young, not always young, but new writers and met, linking them up with mentors so that they can actually learn the art of writing about art. Mm. So taking that word critique out of it, taking away that kind of fear of, of you know, critiquing art. 
So that's just one example with uh, regional, the regional Tanadu project, I think is probably mm. a highlight for mm. us this year because we've partnered with Country Arts SA and employed a First Nations curator in Marika Davies, who lives and work in, works on Bangla country in Port Augusta. And she worked over a year and a half of uh, professional development opportunities for artists mm. across that region. So from Port Perry all the way to Sejuna, Port Lincoln, um, Adyamatna country and the Flinders Ranges and linked up and find out, found out what it was that they really needed to take their work to the next level. So sometimes that was a mentor and other times that was more like an opportunity to have time off work and actually do the research. So that exhibition has actually just opened last week in, um, the university at the Kerry Parker Civic Gallery. And Saltbush Country, it'll be on until the... uh Late February, yeah. I think, isn't it, Sam? It's actually March Oh, now. March? Okay, yeah. great. 22nd of March, it's okay. on. So, the UniSA. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, people can see the work of regional artists who have been really supported by mm. this investment through uh, Country Arts, as we mentioned before, mm. and Tanandi, to mm. not only, you know, give artists a platform, but also to give curators a platform, because there's, yes. you know, they, they're kind of hand in glove, and you need exhibition opportunities crafted by curators for artists. So... Mm. Tanandi has seen pretty radical impacts, I think, on the whole of the arts industry, developing new audiences, developing new arts professionals, and of course, supporting artists to bring new work to the world. Okay, all right. So, and, and look, one of the artists that we'll see in the exhibition is Vincent Namajira, uh, Western Aranda artist. Now, how significant is that? Well, that's it's a first survey, okay. and we're super proud to be presenting the first exhibition of the work of Vincent Namajira. Vincent Namajira actually lives on the APY lands, so he lives in the community of Indolkna at the eastern end of the APY lands. But as you've just mentioned, Matthew, he is a Western Aranda man. He is, of course, many of your listeners would know his very, very famous great-grandfather. There are few figures in the world of art who were as big or loomed as large as Albert Namajira mm. in the 20th century. So here we have the first survey of the work of his great-grandfather, son, well. Vincent Namajira works as an amazing satirical voice. Come and see the show because you will laugh your way through it. He has a way of levelling people. You see everybody. You walk mm. in, you see Donald Trump, you see Vladimir Putin, you see those characters alongside really important First Nations heroes, people like Adam Goods. Mm. Many of your listeners will know that Vincent Namajira was the first Aboriginal artist to win the Archibald Prize at the Art Gallery of New South Wales with his portrait of himself and Adam Goods. Okay. So the exhibition includes about 90 works of art. It will travel next year to the National Gallery in Canberra. Right. And it's really an opportunity for us to see this developing voice. The importance of the artist's voice cannot be overstated. All of the wor words on the wall, as well as the works, as well as the works on the wall, are by Vincent. So Vincent's voice comes through. It's front and centre of this discussion yeah. about who we are and where we are at this point in Australian history. So where is that? That's that's in the gallery itself? It's at the Art yeah, Gallery right. of South Australia. It's upstairs. Right. And then downstairs, Nikki Cumpston, who I mentioned before, has curated this beautiful exhibition which takes us from all parts of the country. So there's work that's come from the Canning Stock Route all the way through to work that's come from Mbantua or Alice Springs. Mm. There's work that's come from far north Queensland. There's work from everywhere. It's amazing. That, that has been amassed. And those works have travelled to Adelaide and they're being seen for the first time yeah. Tanandi really presents this opportunity to to see something that you may not have experienced and I think to kind of 
to kind of reawaken your understanding of Aboriginal art. So you get this idea of how Aboriginal art is formed in the context of tradition, but is also full of innovation, is also absolutely a contemporary art form. We know the uh, the museum here in SA is the world's biggest collection of uh, Indigenous artefacts. Hmm. Is and, and only a fraction of those on display, uh, as happens with galleries. Is the art gallery the same? You've got so many more... Uh, indigenous works that you don't have room to display and, and perhaps this festival gives an opportunity to do that. It does and look we were the first gallery in the country and then hence in the world to acquire the work of an Aboriginal artist and interestingly that was the work of Albert Namatjira right. in 1939. Wow. The story of Aboriginal art is a really fascinating one and maybe you and I need about an hour on radio to <laughs> unpack it but Aboriginal art has really come into being more recently because as you've just stated it was understood prior to the middle of the last century to sit within a kind of cultural mm. artifact fact context mm. as opposed to an art context. So our collection whilst it began in 39 it had some moments of real development we're very good at getting our collection at the Art Gallery of South Australia out on the road and we have a touring exhibition at the moment okay. so what we can't show at North Terrace we have on display all around the country yeah. and there's a wonderful exhibition of the work of Anangul women, so women from the APY lands that's travelling it's in Geelong right now, it's called Strong Women and that's part of a fed tour which is funded by the federal government actually okay all right tell us about the youngest uh, artist in the exhibition 23 year old uh, ray uh, mujandi Ray Majandi. So Ray Majandi is in his early 20s, as you've just said, but he actually started to make art about five years ago. And your listeners need to come in and see this because he has taken the tradition, really good example of what I was just talking about with tradition mm. and innovation. He's taken the tradition of bark painting. So bark painting is something that happens in the wet season in the top end. You harvest the bark because right. it's when the trees are wet yeah. that you can take the bark off the eucalyptus tetradonta or stringy bark tree. Right. That bark is then flattened, sometimes smoked and left to cure for about a year and then it's painted. Mm. So Ray has taken this millennial tradition, something that's been practiced forever because bark was used in bark shelters, of course, uh, and he has reinvented it. He has overlaid his own really distinct imagery, which is informed by his contemporary life and by pop culture. Yeah. He's invented this character called Black Speed, who is like a black superhero. And so he's taken this lightning symbol of Black Speed and that is painted across the bark surface. The interesting thing about that is that in the top end, and you, if you've been to Darwin, Matthew, yeah. you'll know how turbulent the yes. climate is. Yes. Lightning is very powerful, so it's often part of traditional cultural belief. And there's a spirit called the Namaragon, which is the lightning spirit. So Ray does this beautiful thing. He's referencing Western kind of comic strips and Western contemporary superheroes, but at the same time, he's drawing on traditional belief and this idea of lightning as a spirit form. Yeah, right. Okay, that sounds really interesting. Um, Sam, the 27 partner venues, is it hard to line people up, organisations and galleries to present this work? Well, no, not really. I don't think so because people want to be part of Tarnandi since the beginning. Um, you know, that the partner program has grown and grown over the years. And, you know, we go through a process of expression of interest and people put in their ideas. And I feel like it's a really important part of Tarnandi because it's actually changing how these organizations work. Yeah. And I think one of, and a good example of that is the Jam Factory, you know, oh, yeah. that it has been involved since 2015. Mm. 
And, you know, we've got case studies and stories where, you know, through their involvement, they've realised the importance of actually having First Nations curators on board. Mm. And they do have Ta- Carly Takri Dodd now in an, in an actual curator role at the Jam Factory. That's through the partnership from Tarnandi from 2021. Right. So these partnerships are really important for them to develop their, I suppose, their cultural understanding of working with First Nations communities, but also engaging with First Nations art. And mm. so we really, or Nikki as our artistic director, really mm. mentors them through that process as well. Um, and it also broadens what the reach, obviously, with that many venues across yeah. the state. Mm. Um, and the time frame, it's not always fitting within the three months of Tarnady. Yeah. Um, there's some exhibitions, as we said before, that go through to March yeah. or that some start before we actually launch. Yes. Yeah. So, but it is this end of the year, isn't it, obviously? And mm. you yeah. don't have to rush no. from Oh, no, what you've got saying. until the yeah. 21st of January to yeah. see the shows at the Art Gallery of South Australia. Okay. But also, what we like to say at the gallery is that Tarnady happens every day. We mm. have education programs. We have a permanent collection mm. that celebrates and places front and centre First Nations artists and art. Yeah. So, whilst we have this big festival supported by BHP every two years, is every single day Tarnandi happens on some level at AGSA. Right, okay. You can also view the exhibition post the event through the virtual exhibition, Mm. which will be online. Okay. Which also then links all of the the artist talks that have been done, all the First Friday programs, everything we're doing is being recorded or videoed, and so you can access that after that. And then with the education program too, the education team are fabulous at the Art Gallery and there's some incredible resources, including our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander Art in the Classroom Volume 2, which we launched earlier this year. And it's just been nominated for a Ruby Award. Right. Which is for the best event outside of a festival, so we're super excited about that. that. There's some great video portraits online. We've been working with Closer Productions, who are, of course, Adelaide homegrown, uh, incredible filmmakers, Mm. and we've been working with them since 2015. So what we have now is probably the country's largest anthology of video portraits. So if you've got people listening at home that have never had an opportunity to travel into Aboriginal communities Mm. or to really engage very much with Aboriginal culture, go online and you can travel across the whole country by watching these beautiful portraits. They're only a few minutes long, each of them, but they are absolutely illuminating. Mm. Wow, okay. Uh, The the art fair. Now, every dollar from in-person online sales goes directly to the artists and their families, which is fantastic. So Mm. how was that this year? Huge. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, yeah, we had over 40 art centres represented at um, at the art fair, which mm. we held at the entertainment centre this year. Okay. It was so big, there was nowhere else it was going to fit, and it was a perfect alignment with the tram going from the gallery to the mm. entertainment centre. So, yeah, it was an incredible event. We had also a project where we worked with um, Sedona Art Centre and Ku Arts with the Leafy Sea Dragon. There was a lot of publicity around that. It was in the newspaper and what have you, but an incredible Leafy Sea Dragon made out of um, marine debris. Mm. And people were adding to that over the period of, of the art fair. Uh, the, the total sales this year was at $1.5 million, right. which goes directly back to the artists. In person, it was about one point two and about 300 online. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, so we've done that online art fair for the last couple of years, mainly due to COVID. Yeah. Um, and that still had incredible sales with sales going internationally. So we've done a lot of pushing and marketing around the 
internationals. That's excellent. Yeah. So it's, it's having a far-reaching effect. I'm just leafing through the book mm-hmm. you've brought in, the uh, the guide to the festival, mm. which has some absolute... I mean, it's worth having a look at this for the photography alone. Yeah. Just amazing photos mm. of outback areas and, and the artworks incorporated. It's incredible. Absolutely. And that's really the point, Matthew, that we really want to open people's eyes to the, the breadth and depth of Aboriginal art and culture. And really, you get to travel to country mm. by coming through the exhibition. One of the lovely things that I really enjoy about the art fair, apart from getting a chance to, to buy my Christmas presents early, <laughs> is, uh, is really the chance to see the artists, meet the artists at the art fair, and also for them to have a, an opportunity for professional development mm. because yeah. people come to Adelaide for the first time. Yeah. They come to Adelaide from places like northeast Arnhem Land. Mm. You know, that it's taken them a day and a half to get to Adelaide. And then when they come to Adelaide, they meet art centre workers and artists from across the country. Mm. So they get to talk about their own practice. And everybody goes home from Adelaide feeling, you know, with the spring in their step yeah. and feeling like their own practice in their own culture can be valued and created anew. Yeah, amazing. Now, if people want more information, if they want um, a guide to what's on, where to go, what to see, I suppose Google Tanadi in the first place. Absolutely. Just go to the Art Gallery of South Australia website okay, and it's better. all on the gallery's website. Right. We have Tuesday talks continuing. We have our First Friday program. I don't know mm-hmm. if your listeners know, but we're open till 9 o'clock on the first Friday of every month and the December program is all about Tanandi mm-hmm. and the January program is all about yeah. Tanandi as well. So we have our children's program, which is the first Sunday of every month, which is also inspired by Tanandi. Uh, so we, and then we've, have, of course, Neo. got our, yeah, a teen program called Neo, which is also absolutely draws all of its richness from Tanandi. So okay. it's, uh, even though we have, we launched a month ago, there is still plenty to experience and plenty to see at the Art Gallery of South Australia. Thank you both for coming in. No worries. You, Thank you. Sorry, you were I, about was, to say I was something. just going to add that yeah. also the closing weekend is going to be quite big mm-hmm. at the gallery. So the 20th and 21st, we've got some special things planned that'll be out on the website shortly. All right. Terrific. Thank you. Sam Yates, producer, and Lisa Slade, assistant director at the Art Gallery of SA, talking about Tarnandy, the event on right now. Just uh, have a look at the Art Gallery's website for more details. Thank you both.